0: the first time. Dude, bring your best. This episode of the main event talk podcast is brought to you by Richard's billiards. Hey, you got nothing to do tonight. Feel need to go ahead and hang out with your friends and go over to go shoot some pool and drink some beer. Well, Richard's Billiards is the right place for you. Go over and check out some of their awesome drink specials. And also go ahead and take advantage of the jukebox that takes place over at Richard's Billiards as well. Also, you can go ahead and play their foosballs, you can play their boxing, you can play anything you want over there. You can even check out some live shows that take place over at Richard's Billiards. So, you got something to do tonight? Well. Why don't you do something over at Richard's Billiards tonight? Richard's Billiards, 5815 Weber Street. Hey, welcome to the new era. And welcome to this very special edition of the main event talk podcast. And as you just heard from the very beginning, we are getting close to Survivor Series and it's going to happen this Sunday live as it happens, not only on pay-per-view, but it will also be on the WWE Network. And we've got a lot we need to cover on this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Before we talk about Survivor Series, we also got to talk about NXT TakeOver, which is taking place tonight. So if you guys have an opportunity, go to the WWE Network and check it out live as it happens. You can also see the kickoff show, the pre-show that's going to take place not only on Facebook, but could you also you can also see it on Twitter. You can also see it on Facebook. You can also see it on uh, youtube as well or wherever you're streaming live and check out everything that's going to p- take place tonight at nxt takeover war games 3 it's going to be the most epic war games i've seen in a long long time now <sighs> obviously we got a lot of things we need to cover we got to cover survivor series we got to cover what is taking place with nxt takeover war games one more time and we've also got a cover. Let me see if we can get this out of the way. Um,. Before we talk about all this, I gotta I gotta give a big shout out to my good friends over at Knife Party. Now, besides NXT Takeover War Games taking place tonight, you know that my good friends, Knife Party, are gonna be playing over at the House of Rock tonight. So if you guys got nothing to do, if you wanna go over to Richard's billiards, you can. Although I would leave that second To the House of Rock tonight. If you want to go check out my good friend's knife party over at the House of Rock. They're going to be performing uh, live tonight alongside with, uh, I believe, the bands known as uh, Testify, a tribute to Rage Against the Machine. That's going to take place over at the House of Rock as well. I'm not sure exactly how much the show is going to cost. I believe it's probably um, if I were to guess, the range is probably somewhere between 10 to $20 a, a ticket over there at uh, the House of Rock. So if you guys want to go check out Knife Party, a tribute to Deftones, and also check out um, Testify, a tribute to Rage Against the Machine, go to the House of Rock and check them out, and also get a chance to buy some of Knife Party's merchandise. They got some cool merchandise that, uh, that is going to be displayed on sale over there, so Get a chance to check them out live as it happens over at the House of Rock and tell them the main event sent you, if you will. <laughs> Just wanted to get that out of the way and everything else like that because I know Knife Party, I, I, as much as I'd love to be over there, and I want to be there, they're going to be on on the same night as WWE uh, at NXT TakeOver War Games, which is also going to happen tonight so before we go ahead we're going to talk about survivor series and we're going to talk about nxt takeover and once again i've gotten my notes written down and everything there's a lot of things i want to predict about what's going to happen i've made my predictions already for the nxt war games but just in case no one has figured it out let me get right into this if you don't mind let me see if i can look into my notes here if you don't mind uh here we go we got a we got a triple threat match that's going to take place between Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, and Killian Dane. That's going to take place over at NXT Takeover War Games. Uh, the main event predicts is uh, Damien Priest is going to win the match. To me, as far as I'm concerned, Finn Balor to go one on one against. Um, Let's see, what do we have here? Uh, Finn Balor up against uh, Matt Riddle. That's going to take place as well. The main event's going to pick on Finn Balor. I'm going to go with that one right there. And as I stated before in the last podcast, I think Finn Balor is going to find a way to come out as, you know, he's always come out in spectacular form every time NXT TakeOver comes out, and he'll probably come out, he may come out as a demon, but I think he'll probably come out as like the Joker or or maybe some other mythical figure so we're going to see how that goes uh tonight at nxt takeover war games now oh and just to, and just to let everybody know because this was just announced um nxt's pre-show is going to take place and they're going to kick off the show with a, a one-on-one match it's going to be isaiah swerve scott to go one-on-one against angel garza now as you guys know just in case you guys don't know who the two are uh, i know that angel uh garza has been having his situation involving Leo Rush for the Cruiserweight Championship. And uh, a lot of women seem to dig him, and a lot of the men want to kick his ass. And I wouldn't blame you if I could. He's a third generation superstar. I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's probably related to the late, great Hector Garza. Uh, I believe that's where the relationship comes in. And of course, Isaiah Scott, he was um, one of the up and coming stars that uh, was a part of the breakouts, the NXT breakout star tournament he did not exactly win it although i wish he did but he's uh he's a tremendous athlete and i can't wait to see these two you know uh come out at the very beginning of nxt takeover war games three now we're going to look into both war games matches and as i stated before i think the first war games match is going to begin with tommaso champa team champa up against the undisputed era now as you know the undisputed era consists of the nxt champion adam cole alongside with the tag team champions bobby fish and kyle o'reilly and the Un, let's see, the North American champion Roderick Strong. That's the entire Undisputed Era right there. And they're going to go up against Team Champa. Now, the, the thing is, we know that um, Tommaso Ciampa is involved alongside with Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. We do not know who the fourth member is. Now, just to let everybody know, uh, the initial reports that I've been getting is We were thinking that it was going to be uh, possibly Johnny Gargano, but due to his injury, he's going to be out for a long time and he won't be returning to the ring until 2020. So the only person that could possibly be a part of it would be the Velveteen Dream. So I'm looking to see the Velveteen Dream appear in uh, in this team. But as I stated on my last podcast, the initial reports are that there is a possibility that we could see someone other than the Velveteen Dream. We'll find out uh, as uh, NXT TakeOver War Games takes place tonight. For this one, uh and and i said this before as much as i'd love to see the undisputed era win they've been a part of war games not once but twice uh they were a part of the first war games that took place at NXT takeover a couple of years ago they did win the first one and the second one they did not so uh do so good as they lost to the team of uh let's see they lost to the team of the war raiders or aka the viking raiders Ricochet and Pete Dunne. That was last year's War Games, and this year they're a part of it once again, but this time they're up against Team Champa, and as I stated before, Team Champa consists of Tommaso Champa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic, and a fourth member yet to be announced. We'll find out who that is later on tonight at NXT TakeOver War Games. Now this, to me, will be the main event of... NXT Takeover War Games and is going to feature the women of NXT. Now, in this one, we got Team Baszler versus Team Ripley. On Team Baszler, you got the NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and the NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray. And th- that's the team uh, right there. And on the other side, you got Team Ripley. We got Rhea Ripley, the team captain. Also, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, and Tekin Knox. Those are the women that are going to be competing at this year's War Games. And uh, it'll be the first time ever that the women compete in War Games. And this is going to be outstanding and it's going to be very, very interesting. And no doubt this will possibly be the main event for NXT TakeOver War Games. You know, the women deserve it. I think it's going to happen. Let's see. Uh, in this match, I'm going to actually, as much as I'd love to go for Team Baszler, I'm going to actually go with Team Ripley. I-, I think they got a better chance. Uh, I see nothing but bright futures for these women. I see a lot of good things happening. NXT TakeOver War Games 3 is going to be happening tonight, guys. So if you have not subscribed to the WWE Network, get an opportunity to do that as much as you can. And as for the new subscribers, uh, this will be uh, your first payment or your first subscription will be for free survivor series will be for free nxt takeover will be for free whatever pay-per-view you watch will be for free and it will be 9.99 after the subscription is over (laughs) and i should know because i am a subscriber so that's what's going to take place tonight over at nxt takeover war games Man, it's going to be awesome to check it out. The kickoff show is going to happen. Then we got the entire NXT TakeOver War Games. I am so excited to see how all this comes out. Okay, obviously we got to talk about Survivor Series. There's a couple of points that I need to mention before we get into this. Um, uh, Well, before I get into Survivor Series and before I get into uh, what I'm about to talk about, Uh, We talked about the... I think it was... When was it? It was... Ooh, What the hell did I... What was I about to talk about? Oh, that's right. The Wednesday Night Wars. And I want to go ahead and mention this because... It happened. We knew it would happen. I didn't think it would happen, but it happened. And I know what everyone's thinking. What happened? Now... For the past several weeks AEW has had an upper hand on NXT. Now, I know what everyone's probably thinking right now because this week was the week and it happened. NXT finally got the ratings up and they beat NXT uh, they beat AEW in the Wednesday Night Wars and I'm not going to overjoy myself and said I and say I told you so because this is just the beginning okay i'm not gonna go ahead and and start throwing balloons out and said i knew it i knew what i knew it no this is just the beginning this is just a taste of what's about to happen now the real challenge is what's going to happen after survivor series that's the big challenge ladies and gentlemen That is the biggest challenge, and you'll know how that goes. Because while NXT is enjoying the fact, well, they're not enjoying it exactly because this is just business as usual. While NXT has the run up on AEW, what is AEW going to do? There's been a lot of criticisms about some of the things that have been happening with AEW in the last couple of days. Let's just say uh, a few people weren't exactly impressed with a couple of things, especially a certain botch referee that counted on a certain tag match. I don't want to get into detail about it. Let's just say private party should have never have lost. No. <laughs> should have never lost. Uh, actually wait a minute if I gee, if I'm not mistaken. Oh no they did win. Oh they did win. Never mind. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm sorry. But nonetheless it is what it is. So NXT wins the war. Wins this week's war anyway against AEW, and now all that matters is what's gonna take place at Survivor Series, which is gonna be tomorrow night. Be ready for that. <sighs> okay, now also there's a couple of things we need to talk about. Obviously, uh SmackDown um last night's SmackDown was amazing. And I got to talk about it. Everything from the women being involved, from the men being involved, the entire the ending of the show was amazing, including the fact that we had people from SmackDown coming in. We had people from Raw coming in. I I dig the face to face encounter with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, despite the fact that they're still brothers. They got to go at each other because they're they're fighting for their brands. They're fighting for SmackDown. They're fighting for Raw. We're going to see how that goes. And then everyone from SmackDown came in. Everyone from Raw showed up. And then all of a sudden, here comes NXT. And then all of a sudden, it's like I'm reliving an episode of Monday Night Raw all over again. Because did you see what happened? When Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and the Road Dogg, the members of DX, showed up. In a fucking jeep with a tank and everything. And here comes the NXT army, so to speak. And holy crap. It wasn't just. And if you looked at it very closely, closely, it wasn't just NXT. NXT UK was involved as well. I saw Walter. I saw Imperium. I saw a couple of other people there. And holy shit, you talk about a war. You talk about um, total chaos and destruction. Oh my God. I mean, this was. I mean, I, I don't know what to say about that. All I know is SmackDown was amazing. I digged it. I loved it. It was amazing. And besides that, there were a couple of things that I wanted to mention about as well including the whole thing with the fiend and daniel bryan and the stupid thing with the miz which don't get me started on that because i'm i just don't care about it but there is one thing i will care about and that goes a little something like this ladies and gentlemen as you know and if you have not seen it i've posted all over on facebook i have posted all over on instagram and even on twitter and it's pretty much uh, posted all over the place and uh, I'm glad that it happened and I you know it's a bit questionable because I've gotten people to talk about it and so far I've gotten several comments on my main event talk Facebook page about it and just in case you're wondering what I'm talking about I'm talking about the brand new The brand new Intercontinental Championship that was revealed on Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, Sami Zayn had something in his bag. And we weren't sure exactly what was in the bag until it was revealed to all of us. And it was the brand new Intercontinental Championship. And I got to say, you know, I dig the old championship. I dig it a whole lot. But I'm really glad. I'm really glad that the new Intercontinental Championship is out. It looks tremendous. It looks, you know, real decent. It's a nice championship. And and also, also, let me bring up one tiny little factor. And nobody's going to bring this up just yet but me. And I know there's some people that are probably wondering, okay, why did they have to change championships? And there's this old expression, out with the old and in with the new. And this was kind of not just... An example or setting an example, but this was sort of, and I'm going to have to call it like I see it. This was pretty much a direct hit at AEW. I know, I know, I, and especially at Cody Rhodes. Now, I know what everybody's thinking. Everybody's probably thinking, okay, why would a new championship belt be directly towards Cody and aew okay let's think about this real clearly now me being the main event uh, historian that i am that knows the history of every championship and everything else like that in that particular nature when the old intercontinental championship was around it was around the ways of several of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time and then when that championship was retired then all of a sudden this new intercontinental championship comes along at the hands of people like The Rock and Triple H and Ken Shamrock and the whole nine yards. And then all of a sudden the championship would be eliminated. It would be gone, this championship. And who was the one that eliminated the championship? It was none other than Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah, remember? remember when cody won the intercontinental championship years ago and then all of a sudden he went from having this intercontinental championship to bringing the classic championship that we all know about he was the one that brought it back right exactly now here we are in 2019 and to me personally Hey, I I mean, I'd love to just see that belt come out just a little bit while longer. But some improvements needed to be made, and the Intercontinental Championship is here. The new Intercontinental Championship is here. And to me personally, I think that the championship being changed hands like that, or the belt being new is how it is, I think personally to me that was probably a direct shot to Cody Rhodes. Basically telling the world... That out with the old and in with the new. Simple as that. Cody was the one that brought the title back. Now the title is gone. Cody's no longer with the company. Cody's with AEW, and now the WWE decides, okay, we're gonna change the belt. And voila, lo and behold, the new Intercontinental Championship. The belt is new, it's fresh. It's just right. And they eliminated Cody. Simple as that. Now, if nobody gets the logic of that, that's fine. You don't get it. But for others that do understand, boom, you're with me. Nonetheless, Shinsuke Nakamura, the current Intercontinental Champion, has a new championship in his possession. And that means the old one, obviously, is going to be gone. And how long this championship will last... I don't know. We'll see. But nonetheless, I've gotten a lot of people talking about that championship. I mean, is it good? Is it bad? Is it ugly? Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it black? Is it white? Is it gold? Is it bronze? Is it orange? Is it blue? Is it red? Is it black? Is whatever you want it to be. Bottom line is, we have a new Intercontinental Championship, and it's around the waist of Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Um, we've gotten what we need to talk about as far as SmackDown goes, and we've gotten what we need to talk about as far as NXT TakeOver War Games goes. Now, the main event would like to go ahead and talk about WWE Survivor Series. I would like to get into that. And everything else like that. Let me see if I can get my paperwork out here. I'm trying to... Where the hell is it? Oh, come on. I could have sworn I had it here. It was right here. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay, this is getting a little bit ridiculous. Okay, we're not getting anywhere with this. Uh, Come on, come on. We know you're there. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, so before the main event gets right into what we need to talk about as far as Survivor Series go, let's get into some... Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Ah, here we go. Okay. Before we get into what we need to talk about, let's go to this brief commercial break. <laughs> Okay, now that we got that out of the way, that's just a little bit of a preview of Survivor Series coming up this Sunday, live as it happens, on pay-per-view and on the WWE Network. Now, let's get into what we need to talk about. Survivor Series is coming up this Sunday, live as it happens, and we've talked about this before. Now, I'm gonna dig into my notes here and see what I got. So we're gonna I've looked into it, and from the looks of it, looks like we've got about maybe seven different matches i think are going to take place at wwe survivor series so let me get into this uh this now this is not exactly in order this is not exactly you know what match is going to take place in survivor series what's going to happen first i'm just going to go by what i got on my notes here so we got raw versus smackdown versus nxt it's going to be the first time ever that wwe Survivor Series, we've, we've always had Raw, we've always had SmackDown go at each other every single year. This time, we've now added NXT to the whole thing, which makes, makes it just as exciting as anything you can possibly imagine. And when I talked about this, the first thing I said was everything is going to be a triple threat match. Everything. And pretty much this is what it's going to be. So, the first matchup, all the tag teams from each brand. Let's talk about that matchup representing Raw, will be the Raw Tag Team Champions of Viking Raiders. And on SmackDown, it will be, despite the fact that I want it to be the revival, it's the New Day. Okay, and then on the NXT side, it is the Undisputed Era's NXT Tag Team Champions, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Now, in this matchup, all I can say about it is this. I did get, I love, each of the, well, despite the New Day, each team is awesome, each team is great, but the main event, I'm going to have to actually go with, you know, you can go with the experience when it comes to the New Day, you know, because they've been seven time champions, uh, they've faced off against some of the best teams in both Raw and SmackDown. Now, the Viking Raiders, now to give you a history of everything that they've done. They've not only been tag team champions in, in raw, they've been tag team champions in NXT. They've even been tag team champions in new Japan pro wrestling. They've even been tag team champions in ring of honor. So these guys are definitely one of the best teams of all time. And the Viking Raiders are definitely something to, uh, to be taken very, very seriously. When it comes to the undisputed era, the history With these two, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, yes, they are the Undisputed Era, and yes, they are the tag team champions, but you have to also keep in mind, and to those pro wrestling fans that know who they are quite well in Ring of Honor, you know them quite well as the Red Dragons. They were tag team champions over there in that respective brand. So, who do I think is going to win this matchup as far as the tag teams goes? Uh, The New Day, uh, 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 I don't think so. Uh, Viking Raiders, I would love for it to be them if possible. But the main event's definitely got to go with the future, and the future is undisputed. The main event's going to go with Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I think the main event is going to dig with them. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be tremendous. The main event cannot wait for that. The second matchup that I've written down. All three women in this triple threat match for all three women champions from their respective brands. On the Raw side, we got the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch going up against SmackDown Women's Champion Bayley and NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler. Now, this is one of these matches, and I think I talked about this previously before. This is basically WrestleMania all over again. And the reason why is quite simple. Years ago, well, not years ago, but months ago, when WrestleMania came along, it was Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. And at that time, it was for all uh, for both the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championship. Now, to me, everyone was more focused on Charlotte or I'm sorry, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. That was the matchup that everybody wanted to see. As far as I'm concerned about Charlotte, with all due respect to her, she was the greatest of all time, but she was ba- basically a third bitch in this match. And she wasn't going to win anyway. We all knew it wasn't going to happen. We all knew Ronda Rousey would lose, but it, she did and, and let's call it like we see it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's call it like we see it. She lost in controversial fashion. Despite the men winning, she did win. She did win at WrestleMania. She did beat Ronda Rousey. She wins the title. That's it. And pretty much this is a repeat of what has happened. But I think the biggest difference. And let me explain the difference in this. Becky Lynch is still the man. And Bayley has turned into a new person. But she's almost become the third bitch in this match. Because I think some people care. And I think some people don't care. And... Shayna Baszler is, and I'm going to call it like I see it. I think she's the greatest NXT women's champion to ever come around. And I know there's some people that are going to argue about that. I mean, what about Asuka? What about Sasha? What about this? Until they find a way to face Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler, to me, she's the best women's champion in NXT. She's definitely, in other people's point of view, the best women's champion all around in WWE. And a lot of people are focused on Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. And everyone's been talking about how Becky Lynch should have... uh, Who is going to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania? How how will that turn out? And easily, the first person that comes to mind would be Shayna Baszler. Because, well, some people say Ronda Rousey, but I think a lot of people have already given up on that now, considering the fact that there's this supposed retirement than I'm hearing, which I don't think it's possible. But anyways, I don't want to get into detail about that now. Nonetheless, I think a lot of people are going to look at Becky Lynch versus uh, Sasha. And no, I'm sorry, uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. That's the matchup everyone wants to look for. Bayley, as far as I'm concerned, she's become Charlotte Flair. She's become the third bitch in this match. And, and I'm sorry to say it like that, but come on, let's, let's be realistic about this, guys. A lot of people want to see Becky versus Shayna Baszler. They want to see that. Bayley is just the third bitch. But I think the bitch may take out one of these two at Survivor Series this coming Sunday. So who does the main event have in this one? I'm not going to go with the bitch. And the main event would love to go with the man, but I'm not going to go with the man either. The main event is going to go with the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. To me, as far as I'm concerned, Shayna Baszler is definitely the hottest woman going in all of not just nxt but in wwe in general because no one's been able to beat her no one has been able to beat her whether it's a one-on-one match whether it's a steel cage match whether it's a triple threat match whether it's a fatal four-way she's managed to walk away a winner every single time we see her and in this match bailey may look good but she's gonna be a bitch Becky may be the man, but that's all she's going to be. Shayna Baszler is going to be the winner. She's going to win in this matchup. I don't see how in the world anyone is going to be able to beat the NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler. The main event's going to go for that. Now, uh, let's see if we can get to the next title versus title versus title match. Well, it's not really for titles, but another singles championship matchup for For this Survivor Series. And this one is going to be the show stealer. Ladies and gentlemen. The biggest show stealer in the history of show stealers. Now in this matchup. It's going to be the United States Champion AJ Styles representing Raw. Taking on the Intercontinental Champion representing SmackDown. Shinsuke Nakamura. And the NXT North American Champion. A member of the Undisputed Era. Roderick strong now to the wrestling fans this is going to be the highlight of the night this is definitely going to be the show stealer for several reasons number one these three know each other quite well number two these men represented several different brands and number three a lot of people are going to look at this as strong versus strong style versus styles or whatever however this goes but for the wrestling fan in me and for the wrestling fan and everybody else it's nxt no actually i'm sorry it's tna versus new japan pro wrestling versus ring of honor and how do i know that quite simple here's how it goes where did aj styles come from tna wrestling where did Shinsuke Nakamura come from? New Japan Pro Wrestling. Where did Roderick Strong come from? He did come in TNA, but he was more part of Ring of Honor. Exactly. So this is going to be the highlight of the night. And this is going to be one of those matches where I'm like, you know, I don't give a fuck who wins this match. It's going to be fucking awesome. You got the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. You got the Inter. You got the... North American champion Roderick Strong, And he got AJ Styles. This is going to be fucking awesome. This is going to be the fucking shit. And all I know is, <clears throat> to be honest with everybody, to be honest with all of you, as much I know in this match, a part of me, I don't have, I don't have, um, you know, no, there's nobody here that's a bitch. There's no one here that sucks. All three of these men are talented. All three of these men are the shit. Now, who do I pick? My heart, my soul is into one individual, one individual only. And that is, and you know it, and I know it, and the rest of the world knows it. My man is a phenomenal AJ Styles. I feel he's going to win the matchup. He should be the man to take it. But I think to the rest of the wrestling fans, I think Roderick Strong may take it. I think he will, but I think Nakamura will win. Oh, oh yeah, and it's not because he holds on to the new Intercontinental Championship. That may be somewhat of a factor, but I think Nakamura definitely deserves to have a win. I think Nakamura definitely deserves to have a win in this matchup. I like AJ Styles because he's my man. He's He's my boy. I digged him for a long, long time, and I still dig him to this day. Roderick Strong is the future. I see big things happening for him in the near future with NXT or with Raw or with SmackDown. We'll see how that goes with him. But Nakamura, I think he definitely needs to win this matchup. Definitely. My heart was with AJ Styles. Roderick Strong is in my head. But Nakamura, I think the fans are going to definitely want to go with Nakamura to win for SmackDown. I think that's what's going to take place. Nakamura may win in this match. Who knows? Now the next matchup let's see if we can look into this if you don't mind okay if we can uh what do we have here okay let's get to the teams if you don't mind let's get to the women's team now this is going to be the major surprise in this one the women's team all triple threat matches once again it's going to be team raw versus team smackdown versus team nxt on the women's side now on the women's side, you got the team captain, the Queen Charlotte Flair, and you got one half of the tag team champions. Well, you actually got them both: uh, the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Seng, and Natalia is going to be a part of this team as well. And also, and this is a surprise to me, uh, Sarah Logan sarah logan is actually going to be a part of this team which personally to me i'm glad i mean I, as much as i'd love for it to be Liv morgan that's just my personal opinion anyway uh i'm glad sarah logan is in it i think she deserves to be a part of this team in every way possible now that's the raw side on the smackdown side you got you got the team captain who's also the boss sasha banks uh with carmella nikki cross dana brooke and lacey evans uh personally to me this is a great team i dig it i love it and everything else like that now nxt now i've been trying to analyze this correctly now i don't know what five women are going to be a part of nxt's of nxt's women's division but i have been writing a bunch of notes down and i've been trying to analyze as to who i think will be a part of nxt women's division now follow along with the main event if you can because right now i've I've, uh, assembled a few people which i think will be a part of the nxt brand now we know that several women are going to take part in the war games but we don't know how how their condition is going to be they could be a part of survivor series they may not be a part of survivor series but we'll see how it goes now for the nxt i predict that we'll probably see rhea ripley There's a possibility of her being there depending on how the outcome of war games comes out. I think Dakota Kai would be an excellent choice for NXT right here. And also another choice, a third one that I selected would be uh, the Chinese sensation uh, Zia Lee. I think she would be a great attribute for, for this team as well. Also, um, and and I and I gotta go with someone from NXT UK, um, Killer Killer Kelly. Uh, you know I think she would probably be a great addition to it. And last but not least, and I just saw her and she was there and I'm thinking, oh crap! I mean there's a possibility of the former NXT UK Women's Champion Tony Storm. There could be a possibility of her being a part of that team. Very much part of this team. So, those are my predictions and those are my thoughts as to who I think will be a part of the women's division for NXT. Now, the big question is, who do I think is going to win in this Survivor Series team? Now, it's tough. I mean, I, I, uh, it's hard to really pick as to who it is. But the element of surprise is always the best thing going. No one is going to reveal these people yet until Survivor Series, until we find out who they are. But nonetheless, who I think will win on the, on the women's tag team match, this elimination tag match, the triple threat tag team match, I think... I'm going to go with the element of surprise. I'm going to actually go with NXT in this one. I think NXT will have the upper hand on Raw and SmackDown because nobody knows who's going to be a part of this team. I mean, no one has mentioned as to who they are. We'll find out who they're going to be at Survivor Series is coming Sunday. We'll find out who it is. The main event for the women's side is going to be NXT. I think they will beat Raw. I think they will beat SmackDown. I think this is going to be a, a huge deal for NXT. The element of surprise is always something good, especially in wrestling. It's always good. Now, let's look at the next side here, if you don't mind. Let me see here. We got the... What do we got here? Oh, we got the... Let's see. Damn it. I had it written down. Oh! The men's side. The men's side of the team. Now, once again, we're going through the same pattern here. Now, follow along with the main event if you don't mind. On Team Raw, let me, uh, let me get this. I Hold on. Ah, yes. The main event had to have his Coke, and I need to get myself going if you don't mind. Let's move on here. Let's go to the... Let's see the Raw... Raw team will consist of the team captain Seth Rollins with, let's see, what did I have written down here? Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, and Kevin Owens. In this match, that's Team Raw, and the next side will be Team SmackDown. Now, despite the fact that King Corbin wants to go ahead and say that he's the team captain, which, no, I mean, he's not the team captain at all, although I did see him over at Burger King for some odd reason, but that's a different story, we're not gonna get into whole broke-ass Burger King, King Corbin shit, despite the fact that he claims he's the team captain, I think Roman Reigns is the team captain, and he is going to lead, unfortunately, King Corbin, yes, and Shorty G... And Braun Strowman, the Monster Among Men. And of course, and I've got to applaud WWE for this. He is no longer called Ali. He is called Mustafa Ali. And all I got to say is thank you very much for calling him Mustafa Ali. I am so tired of having to call him Ali. And I stated this on my podcast one time, don't change the name, leave him who he is. Just call him, uh, don't call him Ali anymore, just call him Mustafa Ali. Put it in, let it written down, and let us all sink in the moment the fact that he is no longer called Ali, he's called Mustafa Ali. Now, once again, let me get this out of the way. Team Smackdown will consist of Roman Reigns, Shorty G, King Corbin, Braun Strowman and Mustafa Ali. Okay, that's a part of, that's who's a part of Team SmackDown. NXT once again has no members at this time but once again the main event has comprised a list as to who I think will be a part of of NXT. Now the list that I've put together and I think some people will like this and some people won't like this depending. Now There's a few suggestions. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna select five, but then there's a few suggestions that I'm gonna throw out to everybody so that way everybody can figure out what it is. Now, for the men's side on NXT, I selected Adam Cole. I think he'll be a part of the team, you know, depending on how everything goes at War Games. The next individual that I pick for team nxt would be and this is probably either a surprise or no surprise to anybody the nxt uk champion walter Ooh, walter a part of team nxt oh my fucking god that would be the fucking shit right there now the next person i selected would i and this is kind of like i think this may happen i think um I'm not going overboard with this, but I think he'd be the perfect person to be a part of this team. Matt Riddle. I think Matt Riddle will definitely be a part. He, he wasn't a part of the War Games team, so why not go ahead and put him in the NXT team? Why not? That's, that's one person to think about. Another person, depending if he's going to actually show up or not, I'm going to actually go... With the Velveteen Dream. I think there's a possibility of him showing up. In this whole deal. But like I said. Either if he shows up at War Games. Or. If something happens in between. You know something like that. And then the fifth and final member. I mean I, I didn't exactly write it down. But I, if I were to go with somebody. I would actually go with. And call me crazy. But I think I would actually go with Damian Priest. I, I would actually go with that. Now. Those are the ones that I selected, but there's a few other selectors and a few other mentionees that could possibly be a part of NXT. Now, let me select three of them. Now, the first one would be Killian Dane. Would he be a part of Team NXT? That would be something. That would be very, very interesting to check out. Uh, Let's see. Another one would definitely be... Ooh, and he was just not Pete. No, no way. I just mentioned Pete Dunn, didn't I? Yeah, I just mentioned him. I mentioned Killian Dane. Oh no, no, wait a minute, Pete Dunn. That's right, Pete Dunn, He could be a part of Team NXT. That could happen. And the third individual. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is kind of a, a nerve wracking situation because I really don't know who to select. I mean, and, and if I wanted to pick somebody for NXT. For Team NXT, um, I think the main event's going to go with David Mastodoff. Now, I don't know if that name rings a bell to anybody, but for anybody that knows NXT UK, this dude, David Mastodoff, is this huge, humongous superstar from the UK that will literally crush anybody that gets in his way. And he would definitely be someone to look out for at NXT Takeover at, at at NXT Team NXT. I'm sorry. So those are the people that I've selected as far as that shit goes. Now, here's the odd part. The question is, who is going to win? Team who's going to win for brand supremacy? Will it be SmackDown? Will it be Raw? Will it be NXT? Now. Uh, There's been several predictions from other people. And there's been several hints that I'm looking at. Now, if most of you guys have checked up with Monday Night Raw, you know that Triple H had tried to recruit several people to come back to NXT. And the two individuals that I'm looking at were Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Both used to be in NXT back in the day. Long time ago. After all, NXT... After all, Seth Rollins was the first ever NXT champion. Remember that? 2012. I should know because I have it on my WWE network. And Kevin Owens, he was there to not only be NXT champion, but he came over to Monday Night Raw just like that and beat the hell out of John Cena. And it took place right here in Corpus Christi, Texas. And I should know because I was there when it took place. So who is going to win this Survivor Series? The main event is going to actually go, believe it or not. I think NXT could win, and it will be because of Seth Rollins. Are you following along with me? Let me say that one more time. NXT will win, and it will be because of Seth Rollins. And you know why? Let me tell you why. For a long time, ever since he lost the Universal Championship, the fans have definitely been asking him to turn heel. Well, and I even said that the fans are going to be responsible for Seth Rollins turning heel. And that wish may come true this coming Sunday if everything goes as planned. So... Possibility of Seth Rollins turning heel? We'll see what happens. I know some people were probably thinking, man, maybe Kevin Owens should turn heel. And I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. He's too cool of a babyface right now, so we'll leave it at that. I think Seth Rollins, he's getting a lot of heat already, so you might as well go ahead and go with the flow. Let Seth Rollins, let the, the Beast Slayer, the King Slayer, however you want to put him, and let him be the man to turn on his own teammates and have NXT win the match we'll see how that goes okay now before we get into these next two matches there were there were certain things that i've been hearing and nothing's official as of yet now i mentioned adam cole's name on this uh whole thing now from what i understand and follow along with me on this one because i've been reading through a lot of initial reports there have been some reports that adam cole is scheduled I, i don't think this is official yet but until something comes up then this may happen. Adam Cole is scheduled to actually defend. Now, even though despite that, I called him as I, I said he would be a part of Team NXT. There's a there's a slight possibility that Adam Cole could be able to defend the NXT Championship at Survivor Series, and he could meet the winner of the Triple Threat match between Damian Priest, uh, Killian Dane and pete dunn and i predicted that it's going to be damian priest i think he could be the man to take on adam cole for the nxt championship but we'll see i mean nothing's official yet but i think that that is what's going to happen if 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 things go the way i think it'll go i think we'll probably see the nxt championship being defended on on survivor series And he could possibly take on the winner of the Triple Threat match with Killian Dane, Damian Priest, and Pete Dunne. We'll see how that goes. If it happens. It's not official yet. It's just if it happens. Now, speaking of championships, let's get to the first championship. The WWE Championship will be decided. As the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar will be defending his championship against Rey Mysterio. Now... That's going to take place in Survivor Series. A lot of people have been saying that uh, I think they know what's going to happen in this matchup. And as we've heard some initial reports, we know that Brock Lesnar plans on not showing up. Well, actually, he plans on... Not showing up, I'm sorry. After Survivor Series, he's going to be taking a long hiatus. Not a surprise. He could possibly show back up in 2020 with the WWE Championship. Not a surprise. But in this match, I think... Because it's a no-holds-barred match. So that means anybody could interfere in this matchup two people have already been mentioned to possibly interfere in the match one is ray ray mysterio's son dominic that's one and then the second would be kane velasquez now here's my thought on it i and i'm and i'm gonna go ahead and announce the winner I would like for it to be Brock Lesnar, but I think there's a slight chance Rey Rey Mysterio could walk away with the WWE Championship. Now, let me explain why. I think there's a good chance that we'll be able to develop the Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez match to take place at WrestleMania. Now, even though Crown Crown Jewel took place and even though Kane Velasquez lost, we all understand that, and everything else like that, I think they're going to try and you know, push it towards WrestleMania. Push this feud between Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar like towards the Royal Rumble and then get the feud to go even further to WrestleMania. We're going to see how this goes. But nonetheless, for the WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar to go one-on-one against Rey Mysterio in a no-holds-barred match, expect interferences to happen, expect Dominic to be involved, expect Cain Velasquez to be involved, or expect somebody else to be involved. I think Rey Mysterio could pull it off. I, I'm going to go with Rey Mysterio in this way. As much as I know Brock will beat his ass, because it's, come on, I mean, we got David versus Goliath for crying out loud. I think Brock will Brock could win the title and he could just, you know, be off with of the WWE Championship and not be seen again until 2020, which is very, very unfair. Now, But like I said before, I'm going with Rey Mysterio. I think he'll win the title. I think it'll happen. But the question is, who will take the title off of Rey Mysterio? (laughs) (coughs) We'll all find out. Now, the final match of the evening, and I don't think this will be the main event, although it will be interesting if it is the main event. The Fiend Bray Wyatt, the Universal Championship, will be on the line as The Fiend Bray Wyatt to defend his championship against Daniel... Brian. Now, I'm not going to suspense with the formalities on this one. I think, it, it, and it's pretty much obvious. I think the Fiend is going to win it, and I think it'll happen. It's going to happen for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're trying to put they're trying to put the Fiend in a very interesting position to face off against Daniel Bryan. Now, my my, my thought on this match. I'm glad it's going to happen, and the main event's going to go with The Fiend. The main event's going to have to go with The Fiend, despite the fact that I don't like it, that he's the universal champion. He's a champion. We're all sticking with it. I need to get the taste out of my mouth when it comes to Crown Jewel. Long story short. Well, long story, I'm sorry. But in this matchup, I'm going to actually go with The Fiend on this one. I think he will win, and also... Daniel Bryan is going through this very, very confusing time because we don't know if he's a heel. We don't know if he's a baby face. It's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. But I think he will be turning into a face very, very soon if things go well. Now, The Fiend has looked very unstoppable. I think he will win because of that. But also... And unfortunately, I hate to bring this stupid jackass's name. And even though I'm still liking who he is right now, I think he's starting to turn back into a fucking heel. And I'm I'm talking, if, if you guys saw SmackDown, if you saw The Miz appear and said the shit that he said, and going in the face of Daniel Bryan and all this other stuff, oh my God. All I got to say is, if The Miz comes out and interferes with in the match, I'm done with him. All right? Fuck him and fuck whatever. But right now, I'm liking him a little bit. I'm liking him. But if he interferes in this matchup, I swear to God, I'm going to take a pickaxe and pull it over his fucking head. I don't know. Nonetheless, the main event's going to go with The Fiend. That will happen in Survivor Series. And... Yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh that's everything that's going to be happening at Survivor Series coming up Sunday live as it happens on the WWE Network and also live on Pay-Per-View. So, we're getting into close to the end of the Main Event Talk podcast and I hope you have enjoyed the first episode of the NXT Takeover War Games. Uh, Episode podcast and also I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, the Survivor Series preview. And I gotta say guys, I'm looking forward to Survivor Series coming up this Sunday live as it happens on the WWE Network. Oh man, everything's gonna be done. Okay, we're gonna get to the end of the show right here, but before I go ahead and go, guys if you got nothing to do tonight, go over to the House of Rock tonight, and check out my boys' Knife Party. They're going to be performing live as it happens over at the House of Rock. Knife Party will be performing alongside with Testify, a tribute to rage against the machine get a chance to check them out live as it happens over at the house of rock it's going to take place tonight and also check out wwe nxt takeover war games live as it happens on the wwe network streaming live and also check out the pre-show that will take place on youtube and on facebook and on twitter and everything else like that and of course wwe survivor series the usual thanksgiving day tradition is on its way and we are looking forward to seeing how this survivor series will be this year because for the first time ever it will be raw versus smackdown versus nxt who will win the brand supremacy live this sunday on pay-per-view you'll all have to find out ladies and gentlemen this is the end of the podcast thank you for listening and i will see you next time with another great episode of the main event talk oh and by the way did I forget to mention that uh, I'm not going to be doing a podcast this week, but I will be returning next week very, very soon, and that's going to happen right around the beginning of December. So that's a big announcement right there for you. So thank you for listening to this podcast, and I will see you next time on a great episode, another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to... Any questions? Enough said. This Survivor Series is going to be one epic night. Who will own the night? For the first time ever in head to head competition, Raw, SmackDown, and It's going to be epic! I it's going to elevate the division, and I did exactly that. People don't just lose when they get in the ring with me. They lose days off of their career. There's going to be a war, and I came ready for a war. See you at Survivor Series. Bring your best. Survivor Series!